Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome, everyone, to the 308th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Take two. Um, big news. Carol and I bought again. a car. Lay it on you again. Yeah. I know. Hey, you got to pretend like you're surprised. Oh, you, well, you haven't snap. heard this you bought yet. bought a car. Wow. wow. Boom. There you go. Wow. You know, I've never bought a car happen? before. I, no? Um, this is, this, is, the first I, this time? is the first time I've ever bought a car. How'd you find the experience? Harrowing. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, That's the reason why we bought a car. Yeah. The reason why we bought a car is we're obviously not traveling anymore by plane anymore. And so whenever Karen and I rent the car to go anywhere, it's hundreds of dollars per day. Sheesh. Um, I never yeah. thought about that, though. Like, right. the cost of flying is, is dropped pretty pretty uh, dramatically. But the cost then for people, especially in the city, to mm-hmm. catch, get a car and go somewhere in your own private little transportation vehicle. Right. Like, we don't want to be taking trains to places yeah. with other people. So Yeah. Nuts. Yeah. We're, yeah, Hertz and Enterprise are super expensive. And so we go with Avis, which happens to be the cheaper of the big box ones. Yeah. But even then, a weekend trip could cost us like 600 bucks, 800 that's, bucks. Wow. Oh, my gosh. All right. So that's crazy. Yeah. And then we try to rent zip cars. And zip cars are tough because they are, they're almost like the, the super, super cheap version. But they're getting beat up so much that every time you get into a zip car, it smells like smoke. Mm. Or there's like a lot of dirt in the car. Or there's like weird stains in the car, and it's just like it's yeah, just yeah. at a certain point you're like, how bad is this car going to be? And then whenever you're looking to book a car, you're staring at like, all right, am I willing to pay eight hundred bucks through Avis, knowing that's going to be a clean car, or I'll spend like maybe two or three hundred dollars on a zip car, but it might be absolute garbage. We've had zip cars break down on us. Wow, how how does the like? Do you know what Zipcar's like maintenance schedule, clean, cleaning schedule is like? Like, do they have? Are they supposed to like clean them? Let's just say like every week or something like that. Like, how does that work? You know, that's a great or question. Do you have any idea yourself? I have no idea. Okay, I really have no idea. So, recently, Carol and I were discussing after an experience where a Zipcar broke down on us. We're like, hey. You know, if we want to do anything for Christmas or New Year's, like rent a car and go somewhere, or even in 2021, would it be better just to have a car? And so we just started doing some preliminary research. And then, you know, last weekend we talked about us going to test drive some cars. And I mean, all credit goes to Carolyn because I've been absolutely swamped at work and she's been spearheading all the research. So like she found everything, you know, we... After last week, we decided that a Honda Civic hatchback was really the way to go. And then so she called a ton of like dealerships in like a 200, 300 mile radius. And we were looking at, all right, how old is it? Because she wanted uh, CarPlay, similar to Android Auto, right? Yep, yep. Like, are you are you willing to buy a car without Android Auto at this point? Uh, so that's a, that's a good question. Probably not because I know it's supposed to be standard on so many different cars. There's right. certain features. There's certain features that, like, okay, theoretically, because it's not in my current vehicle, I could, I would, I would be fine with it not being in my next vehicle. Mm-hmm. However, 
considering it's such a basic feature now of most cars these days, I yeah. probably want to get it. Yeah. Do you find yourself relying on it a lot? Well, cause, so I like I I just use Bluetooth audio. My car doesn't have it. Lena's does. Um, yeah. In her car, I would actually what I would really prefer is if cars were able to do like uh, Android Auto or CarPlay wirelessly because. I don't like actually having to attach my phone to a wire in my car. Mm-hmm. I really just like to, sometimes I leave my phone in my pocket, you know, like, yeah. you know, the music starts playing as soon as I, as soon as it connects. Um, so uh, that really would cool. probably be my preference. And I actually did hear that with one of the upcoming versions of Android, I think that's actually going to become a thing where Android auto does function wirelessly, which would be really cool. And especially because so many phones these days have wireless charging, a lot of cars yeah. are actually building in those little Qi wireless charging pads into their cars. Yeah. So like yeah. the 20... It's crazy expensive Santa right Fe. now. Yeah. The 2020 Santa Fe had it. Um, I don't know if it was standard, but in whatever model that we were looking at actually had it. I can't recall if Lena's car, current car, if the CRV has it. I need, to, I need to Google it, but I don't think it does. I feel like if it did, yeah. I, would, I would already know. But um, yeah, so... But, uh, but yes, in general, like that specific feature... I would honestly, I honestly would want it in my next car because yeah. I know that my phone can use it. I know that most cars these days have it, at least the cars that I'm going to be looking for that, that are in my budget. So yeah, I'm not going to compromise on that. Yeah. So that was like a must have for Carolyn. Another must have was uh, heated seats. Oh yeah. That's definitely, um, definitely must have. Do you use heated seats quite a bit? Yeah. In the winter time, man. Yeah, I, was, I literally yeah. used it today, and, and I actually drove Landis' car today. And I and first thing I did after sitting down, turn all the heated seats. It wasn't even like terribly cold out today, but yeah, it was, it was like, like fifty eight. Yeah, but like when I got in the car, it was just, it was still just a bit chilly because uh, mm. she has leather seats, so I guess it like kind of retained oh, okay. some of that cold from earlier. Yeah, and it's just a nice quick way of, of warming up that seat. Just you know, do you like leather seats? We were torn on that, but like that's the thing with when it comes to leather seats in general. When you're looking at some of the higher trims that have like these tech packages and other features that you're yeah. looking for, the leather seats oftentimes just come with it. And so, yeah. to get one feature, you have to sacrifice. Which is funny that like, oh, we have to sacrifice to get leather because that's a lot. That's a feature that a lot of people like. But mm-hmm. given we, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of leather seats. Yeah. And they're slippery. <laughs> it feels yes. like they're never the right temperature. It's like either right. too hot or it's too cold. Not, exactly, not like and that's the exact cool. reason. Yeah. So uh, heated seats were an important thing to her. I needed a car or wanted a car rather that had like lower mileage. Uh, and then when we were doing this research, we started finding uh, these safety features that Honda had recently started implementing in their car called Honda Sensing. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I had no clue what Honda Sensing was about. So that's and like then, the so, lane departure and such. Lane departure. Where you get uh, an audible warning when you're uh, starting to move, like yeah. out of the lane. Yeah. There's also this thing called lane keep assist, yeah. where it does like that tacit, uh, not tacit, but like sort of, uh, well, it helps you like turn, you know, when we were test driving it. And finally, when we test drive, test drove the car this time around, I'll tell you where we test drove it, we were able to go on the highway. They were like very, this is like one of the best dealerships I feel like I've ever been to, and I haven't been to that many, but. They were like super nice, super friendly, not, uh, they weren't like haggling or hassling you at all. They had a guy come into the car with you and like literally walk you through, like as if this was your car and yeah. like how you should like do everything. 
I didn't know that that existed as a service. So it was like really nice to like learn all these things about your car. Yeah, yeah, we had that too. So like you, there's this weird like middle ground that it comes to with I, I feel when it with when it comes to dealers. Like you don't want somebody who's so hands off that they're basically like, oh yeah, the car sells itself. You figure it out. Right. But you also don't want somebody who's going to be like sitting there constantly in your ear trying to tell you all the features about the car and why right. you have to get this car and why every other car in the market sucks. Like you, yeah, you want to be present, but you also want to be you know, invisible when you're not needed. Right. Exactly. So that's how I felt like with them. Um, so with the Honda sensing, you have lane keep assist, you have, uh, lane departure. You also, there's also this, like, uh, I gotta look this up. There's something, uh, with cru- adaptive cruise control. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it detects the, so we have that. I, I don't actually uh, use it very often, but it, Carolyn's Carolyn used it and she averaged yeah. 39 miles on the way home wow like that sounds amazing yeah it's really good (laughs) i uh yeah you can like set it to keep one two or three car car lengths distance from the car in front of you and it will slow down to you know if the person in front of you slows down it will break for you so that way you know if if it sets like say 72 miles an hour it doesn't always stay at 72 miles an hour it'll drop down if necessary and then exactly. when, when when it's safe it will speed back up and you can determine how many car lengths yeah um so there's collision mitigation braking system so yep. it applies brake pressure when an unavoidable collision is determined like that one there's commercial. a camera yeah there's a camera uh in front of the rear view mirror and another camera on like the front right side so the driver's side bumper oh really um, okay yeah, I don't actually know where our cameras are, to be honest. Yeah, I'm looking at this. So there's the, the the newer ones are like traffic sign recognition can notify drivers of posted speed limits. Interesting. Uh, Ours doesn't have all that. The, yeah, we have a Honda Lane Watch. So if you do a right turn, um, there's we can see the uh, the curb. The curb. I think we have blind spot. Oh, we might not have. Blind no, we don't. Honda. We don't have blind spot information system. Oh, okay. Um, that's only you... available in 2018, 2019. We bought a 2017 okay. model. Do you have heated side mirrors? We do. Okay. Yeah, that was another feature that was on Lane's must-have list. Yeah. Which is also one of the reasons why we got the trim that we did get, because that was one of the upper ones. Gotcha. We uh, did a lot of research. They said not to buy the 2021 Civic hatchback, because absolutely nothing has changed between the 2021 and 2020 due to COVID. They, like, stripped out a lot of... Oh, uh, wow. So, I mean, we weren't going to buy a new car anyways, right? Yeah, um, but it's interesting that that's the reason they they do that a lot. Like they'll refresh them. Uh, they'll they'll do like a refresh, but it's not like a redesign or anything. So yeah. like when we bought our CRV, the 2020 and the 2019 were almost identical. I think there was like a couple yeah. small changes that they were that existed, um, and the the price difference is pretty substantial. Like you know, yeah. talking like almost a thousand dollars or or even a thousand dollars for two cars that are virtually identical the uh another thing that so so those are the main things we were we didn't want a white car we didn't really want a red car so we were uh doing a pretty decent job of like finding the right colors or whatnot we and carolyn was calling a lot of dealerships and we were learning we were watching these youtube videos of you know what fees you should be willing to pay and which fees you shouldn't try to pay or don't need to pay you know, if there's like a delivery fee, but the car is not being delivered to you, you shouldn't be paying that. The dealership should be eating that. Mm. Um, certain places are like 
they're trying to make us pay for the Honda certified pre-owned label. And uh, the dealership that we went to said, no, this is a very standard cost for all national Honda dealers. We eat the cost, you know. Um, we don't pass it on to you. Um, in New York, in the New York State, there's a law that like caps document fees at seventy five dollars, and some Jersey dealerships are trying to charge us seven hundred bucks for that. Um, sort of like you know, anytime the dealer might install post market things on it, um, you can ask them to take those off. Our car that we found actually, they the the previous owner included mud flaps and like window guards which i had never had before yeah where like you can sort of like crack your window in the rain and you're still like not going to get oh, water okay. in yeah 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 never um, had those either, never never had those either convenient right yeah right seems and so they're like smokers actually i didn't think about that probably, yeah i wonder if that's one of the bigger reasons why people get them installed yeah and the and so they're like you know we'll throw those in we're not going to charge you more for it when she originally called the dealership the dealership we ended up going with was this one in schenectady which was outside albany about 160 miles away when she called originally for a car she was like the, the dealer's like oh we literally just sold that Oof. but there's another one that we just received today so they're like all right we know we'll send you the carfax we'll send you all that information a little, little bit um it wasn't even listed on the market yet and then when he said the Carfax, it was like one owner, 30,000 miles. It was a lease. There's only one small accident where there was cosmetic damage, but no structural damage. And all the parts were replaced with like Honda factory parts. So not bad. Yeah. Um, it's not the best, but it's like not an issue if there's no structural damage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then the... Uh, they're like, oh, you know, we thought we, we, they said that they were going to take a thousand dollars off the MSRP because they ended up doing, ended up needing to do less work on the car than originally intended or expected. So they're almost like, all right, well, it was going to be this much, but now it's something else. And we're like, what are the fees? Like, well, there's only document fees, like, which include all your DMV, DMV fees, you know, your plates, your registration, all that stuff, and taxes. And so it's like, all right, you know, that's, that's amazing. We get there, we drove, so on Saturday, yesterday, we woke up at 5 a.m., we picked up the car at 6.30, uh, we just drove straight up, it was so easy getting out of the city, I'm telling you, man, it's so easy to get out of the city at 6.30 in the morning, no one's up, you know, to get onto the West Side Highway, which is Highway 9A, Henry Hudson, it's the West Side Highway uh, in New York City, from where we get on at 79th Street, it's like a, it's one of those, like, uh, off-ramps where you had to yield and then basically merge into a highway from a dead stop never fun but at 6 30 a.m it was like so much easier because there was only like three cars on the road as opposed to everyone else flying up and you got to be like all right well i'm, I'm starting from zero i can barely see over the the barricades and now i gotta like floor this thing to get onto the highway we made i mean we made fantastic time no no traffic whatsoever we get there you know, we, we met with the, uh, the the guy who Caroline been working with. He was a very nice guy. Um, there was like a, a separate, it was like a massive uh, organization, like the massive dealership. We're talking like easily 30 people working there. Um, and we got there 30 minutes after they opened and it was already packed. Um, wow. Yeah, the, the guy's like, all right, you know, I'm going to have one of my associates. 
he's like a delivery specialist. He's going to sit in the car with you and, you know, walk you through all the features. So he walks us through all the menus, how to like do everything. That took about an hour, which was super like nice because it wasn't rushed. And then we had about a 40 minute like test drive. So like, yeah, just, you know, he goes, you know, if you can keep it under an hour, that'd be great. You can drive anywhere. Try not to speed too much. But I understand if you need to open it up a little bit, totally get it. We'll see you when you get back. And so we like, we had Carolyn drive out. We tried out all of the Honda sensing features and then I drove it on the way back and we were like, yeah, we like it. So then we had to speak to his boss who was like the, one of the sales managers. He upsold us on insurance. I don't know if you've ever bought insurance on your car. Yeah. Like the yeah. warranty, the warranty stuff. Uh, 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 no, no, I never did. Because you bought a new car, so it came with it, right? Yes. Yeah. It came with it all. Yeah. So our car would have come with seven years, 70,000 miles, I think. But what he okay. did was he goes, listen, I'm going to give you the Honda employee plan, which is 10 year, 120,000 miles on a certified pre-owned. And you're going to get charged $0 for parts and labor if you go to a Honda like shop, which okay. seems kind of nice for yeah next 120,000 miles in 10 years. You know, yeah. he goes, if you go to a local, like a regular body shop or something, at most... You'll spend 250 bucks out of pocket, but otherwise your warranty is going to cover everything else. So I'm thinking, I'm not a car guy. If something breaks, I have no idea how to fix up. I am not handy whatsoever. <laughs> I'd rather pay a little bit up front to, to cover all that stuff. And at first, you know, we were like, should we, should we buy insurance? Should we not buy insurance? It does add a little bit more. We'll be spending more than we wanted to. But at the end of the day, we were like, you know what? Let's just do it. You know, we're, it will, we'll be happy to know that. You know, because the idea is when we have the car, we're going to have it parked in a garage in the city. So that means a garage attendant is going to be driving it. Maybe multiple garage attendants are going to be driving it in case right. anything happens. Right. You know, because with you and Elena, like you guys are the only ones driving your cars. Yep. Right. Yep. And so you can, you sort of understand if something happens, like, oh, that, that was my bad or that was your bad. Or you understand like the sort of the, it's almost like the trail of evidence, you know. Um, but for us, yeah. it's like if someone dings something, we don't know, or if something happens, we don't know. So we, we opted for that and it took home, a, you know, so we, we drove and got a bank check and then, you know, we paid for it. We, it took us a while to get out of there because they needed to recalibrate some of the sensors. One of the sensors is like, oh, your oil change percent, like your oil life or whatever. They said it was at a hundred percent, but we noticed that the sort of sign said 40%. So they had to re sort of calibrate that. They needed to cut and program a new key for us. I didn't know that car keys were so expensive. Car keys on like the, the fobs, if we had to get it replaced, it's like 500 bucks. But with a certified pre-owned, you get two. I learned all these cool things about Honda key fobs where there's like a little button that hides a secret key. And so we still have the ability to literally open the door with a key. We also programmed this so when you put your hand in the uh, the car door uh, right. thing, whatever it's called, it can open all the doors. Okay, uh, yeah. We programmed it so that when you walk away from it, it like auto locks. Yep. Also, if your car's at a, if your car battery is like absolutely dead or something, you can actually press the key fob into the ignition button and it'll turn on somehow. I don't know how that technology works, oh. but it's like an RFID sort of thing. Anyways, interesting. Took us a while to get all that, and then so. You know, because we drove a rental, I was going to drive the rental back, you know, put gas in it, return it. Carolyn's going to drive the new car. So we're driving back from Schenectady. 
and all's well, you know, sort of, I call my mom, she called her mom, we're in separate cars, we're just, you know, updating family on what was happening. Right. And then at a certain point, the fog starts to roll in and it's like pretty heavy fog. So people are driving. You know, I was doing like 85, 90 on the way down. <laughs> and I'm, I'm definitely like, I'm, I'm picking up the rear, you know, everyone's flying. So I'm just keeping up. Right. And then so the fog starts to roll in, everyone starts to slow down. We're talking like low 50s on the highway, which 50s on the highway is pretty slow, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then people put hazards on, whatever. And then they got to a point where cars in front of me are like breaking pretty hard. And I was like, all right, well, I guess we're, are we coming to a dead stop? And then people are like, all right, you know, we're sitting here for a little bit. Maybe there's an accident. Maybe we're really close to the accident, right? right. And can't even see because like the fog. And then there's all these big trucks around me. And there's like, you know, and I was Carolyn close to each other. I never asked yeah, so she before. was she was like five car lengths ahead of me at that point. Okay, okay. Because I left before her because we were like we went to a Walmart to get some batteries and I looked for an Xbox and the Xbox wasn't there obviously. Um, and then I was but I left before her, but then she caught up to me. Uh, okay. And so we're talking on the phone. We're like, why are we breaking? And then I noticed people are like getting out of their car. That's. And I go, nuts, oh, yeah. when people get out of their car on the highway, yeah. that's serious. Yeah. Um, That's some Atlanta two inches of snow type of serious. Yeah. And honestly, I haven't seen people get out of their cars on the highway. I don't think ever. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, I see people opening their cars, leading out, standing on the middle of the road. Drivers are congregating, trying to figure out what's going on. People like just like walking from their car to the very front. Like just casually strolling on the highway. Yeah. And we're going southbound. There are no cars in the northbound lane. It's like a two lane on each side. There are no cars on the opposite side. And there's like a grassy, uh, like, divider, median or whatever. Yeah. No cars coming from the opposite side. So it's like whatever's happening, shut down the other side at some point too. Exactly. Exactly. Something big has happened. And at some point, Karen was like, I just heard this woman say that this is Trump's fault or like, you know, this is something Trump's doing on his way out. It's like, Thanks, Obama. And I'm like, exactly. I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? And I'm like, searching. I'm like, the only thing I see is that Trump went to the army Navy game at West Point. And I was like, wait, I didn't make, I didn't put two and two together that we were close to West Point, but the game was at like one or two in the afternoon. Cause he did the coin toss. And when we were talking, it's like five 30. It's like, they wouldn't have closed the, they wouldn't have closed the highway this entire time. It just doesn't make any sense. But so we're sitting there and people, one person was like, I'm, I'm going to try and move my truck out of here. So he drove his like Ford, whatever, F-150 on the left median. And then people were cheering because he like moved a couple of construction signs that were like blocking off the north and southbound connector lane or whatever. And he just yeah. like three pointed turned his way out and he just drove back. And then wow. somebody else took out like a measuring tape to see if he can make his truck fit so people were like trying to like get out of here because when i texted you it was already around 45 minutes of literally car turned off because i was like oh, well, i don't want to just like burn gas for yeah. no reason right it's so, like car turned off i was all talking to caroline and it was just I've never been in a position like that before where thankfully I didn't have to pee or anything. I, I briefly thought of like hopping over the right side uh, because the off the shoulder, there was like those like construction barricades 
right? Like those concrete barricades that are like, you know, waist high. I was just going to hop that and pee on the other side. Right. But uh, thankfully there was no issues there. And at a certain point we were just like, how do we, like, what are we going to do? And thankfully it wasn't just Carolyn and I. There was like easily a couple dozen cars all stuck in this. But then out of nowhere, 55 minutes or so later, the cars just started moving again. So I was like, all right. Um, slowly moving, uh, slowly moving up. And then we, uh, we just sort of rode through the fog all the way home. And then we didn't, we were supposed to get home at like 530 and we ended up getting home to like seven or so. Wow. Jeez, man. Long day, long day, but happy. You know, Carolyn drove the, uh, the new car into the, uh into the garage i found the uh, a gas station in the city and then dropped the car off and then walk home that's when i called you yeah yeah so um, that's quite the day jeez yeah yeah but very happy that we got the car it's, yeah i'm uh, glad you guys got it. i'm glad you got it done it i mean to me it felt like a like oh hey we're thinking about getting a car like almost an all of a sudden like thought process where it's like okay you know you think about getting a car it'll take a while to get it you know figure out all the details the logistics out and everything like that and again this is from my outside perspective not talking to you every day about this and of course not being in your head or carolyn's head it, it like it just seemed like it it came together really really well so i'm glad you guys got it i'm glad it i'm glad it was it was a success despite the little bit of a hiccup coming back home overall large success yeah it, it all did happen rather fast. Either. I know, right? <laughs> it, it all happened rather fast. So there's a, it, it, you're you're not wrong in that feeling, you know. Yeah, sort of when so. we when we talked about it, and then we'll, like it's all two weeks per se. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's really not like the longest process in the world. To me, it feels like it should be because it's a large part. Like it's not buying a house, but. It's it's a large purchase, you know. You're you're paying this off over several years, depending on if you're buying new or used and blah blah blah. But like, you know, this is a, a multi year purchase that that takes a lot to 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 do. But at the end of the day, like when Lane and I were looking for her, what she ended up getting a CRV. When we were looking at cars, there's only so many cars in that same class at that same price point that has all the features that you're looking for. So you're at the end of the day, you're you're pretty much only considering across a few different types of cars and then you're just trying to weigh the, the the pros and the cons of those different ones and so once you figure that out it's like okay well if you can get the right price for it then then there it is and that's kind of how it worked for us while we i don't remember how long we were actually looking but it it did come together fairly quickly and when we actually bought it i actually didn't think that we were going to get it that exact day so it kind of just hit you yeah mm-hmm when mm-hmm. I bought my yeah, car, we, I, I bought it because I had to. My other car broke down. I didn't have a choice. I had to, I had to like, get that done ASAP. Yeah. Um, thankfully, we weren't in a situation like that where yeah. we were. It was more out of a desire instead of a need. I can't imagine uh, the amount of additional stress with buying something out of a need in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. So, um that's really it. Just wanted to update you guys that the car is in hand, and then hopefully this makes it easier to to either meet up, see people, um, or just travel, you know, 
um, yeah, absolutely. mostly just travel and not have to rely on uh, renting cars anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like any time you're you have access to quite a lot of of, uh, of locations. I mean, in, in the, you know New York and just really the Northeast area, the New England area. So it'd be pretty cool to try to take advantage of that again, especially considering that we're probably still not going to be able to travel for what, how, how long would you say it's about like a year before thing, you know, at least maybe our travel habits can, could hit some semblance of normalcy, assuming that we were able to get a vaccine and it's, it's actually like effective long-term. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I was literally thinking like we're, you know, we want, I wanted to do that, that uh, Alaska trip with you and Carolyn uh, and Lena, of course. <laughs> and then it was like, okay, maybe we'll do it in Iceland. And the the idea would have been to do it. I think this pa- this summer pass, which of course wasn't gonna, no, not this summer pass, this previous summer. So I think, I think, no, it must have. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, we're at a point where like Gordon's almost old enough that he would be able to come on such a journey with us. I know, not that right? I'm saying I would actually want to bring him on it. It would actually make it a lot easier for us to leave him with a grandparent. Yeah, and that that he you know he doesn't he doesn't need like milk or anything like that. Um, you know he's a little bit more independent, or it, it's a lot easier for a third person or third party to provide him everything that he needs. But um, yeah, I was like, we gotta. I want to uh, resume those talks um, whenever whenever it's uh, possible. I mean, we might we might just do it shorter. Maybe not Alaska because yeah. they're not gonna let us in. No, certainly. But. Yeah. Uh, but we could do something uh, much closer where you have your car, we have our car, so it's like safer in that sense. Yeah, I mean that would yeah that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, perhaps we could do that even sooner then. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I think that's really it for this week for me. Yeah, sounds good. All right, let's get out of here. All right. Well, I'm Brazo. Right. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah.